Article 6 of the Epitome of the Formula of Concord by Jacob Andrea Translated by F. Bente and W. H. T. Dow This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Third Use of the Law Status Controversiae The Principal Question in this Controversy Since the law was given to men for three reasons, first, that thereby outward discipline might be maintained against wild, disobedient men, and that wild and intractable men might be restrained, as though by certain bars. Secondly, that men thereby may be led to the knowledge of their sins. Thirdly, that after they are regenerate, and much of the flesh notwithstanding cleaves to them, they might on this account have a fixed rule according to which they are to regulate and direct their whole life, a dissension has occurred between some few theologians concerning the third use of the law, namely, whether it is to be urged or not upon regenerate Christians. The one side has said, yea, the other, nay. Affirmative Theses The True Christian Doctrine Concerning This Controversy 1. We believe, teach, and confess that although men truly believing in Christ and truly converted to God have been freed and exempted from the curse and coercion of the law, they nevertheless are not on this account without law, but have been redeemed by the Son of God in order that they should exercise themselves in it day and night, that they should meditate upon God's law day and night, and constantly exercise themselves in its observance. Psalm 1-2 Psalm 119 for even our first parents before the fall did not live without law, who had the law of God written also into their hearts, because they were created in the image of God. Genesis 1.26 and following, 2.16 and following, 3.3. 3. 2. We believe, teach, and confess that the preaching of the law is to be urged with diligence not only upon the unbelieving and impenitent, but also upon true believers who are truly converted, regenerate, and justified by faith. For although they are regenerate and renewed in the spirit of their mind, yet in the present life this regeneration and renewal is not complete, but only begun. And believers are, by the spirit of their mind, in a constant struggle against the flesh, that is, against the corrupt nature and disposition which cleaves to us unto death. On account of this old Adam, which still inheres in the understanding, the will, and all the powers of man, it is needful that the law of the Lord always shine before them, in order that they may not from human devotion institute wanton and self-elected cults, that they may frame nothing in a matter of religion from the desire of private devotion, and may not choose divine services not instituted by God's word. Likewise, that the old Adam also may not employ his own will, but may be subdued against his will, not only by the admonition and threatening of the law, but also by punishments and blows, so that he may follow and surrender himself captive to the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 9.27, Romans 6.12, Galatians 6.14, Psalm 119.1 1 and following, Hebrews 13.21, Hebrews 12.1. 4. Now, as regards the distinction between the works of the law and the fruits of the Spirit, we believe, teach, and confess 
that the works which are done according to the law are and are called works of the law, as long as they are only extorted from man by urging the punishment and threatening of God's wrath. 5. Fruits of the Spirit, however, are the works which the Spirit of God who dwells in believers works through the regenerate, and which are done by believers so far as they are regenerate, spontaneously and freely, as though they knew of no command, threat, or reward. For in this manner the children of God live in the law and walk according to the law of God, which mode of living St. Paul in his epistles calls the law of Christ and the law of the mind. Romans 7.25, 8.7, Romans 8.2, Galatians 6.2. 6. Six. Thus the law is and remains, both to the penitent and impenitent, both to regenerate and unregenerate men, one and the same law, namely, the immutable will of God. And the difference, so far as concerns obedience, is alone in man, inasmuch as one who is not yet regenerate does for the law out of constraint and unwillingly what it requires of him, and also the regenerate do according to the flesh. But the believer, so far as he is regenerate, does without constraint and with a willing spirit that which no threatenings, however severe, of the law could ever extort from him. Negative Thesis, Contrary False Doctrine Accordingly, we reject as a dogma and error injurious to and conflicting with Christian discipline and true godliness to teach that the law in the above-mentioned way and degree is not to be urged upon Christians and true believers, but only upon unbelievers, non-Christians, and the impenitent. End of Article 6 Recording by Jonathan Lang